Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Matt. Hello. What's up? Oh, you know, the usual. Same old bullshit. Same day, same, different day, whatever. It's a different day of a different week of the same podcast. That works. Gamers Do Podcast coming at you uh, June 21st, 2019. Yeah. Fun and exciting. Disappointment, to be sure. Always. <laughs> a disappointment, to be sure. Uh, the bad memes. Anyway, <laughs> what in the last eight days have you been up to? Uh, nada, really. Um, That's our catchphrase from here on out, by the way. Nada, really, or no. eight days? What have you been up to in the last seven days? That's our, like, is it Thursday yet? Yada, yeah. yada. That's our, it's mm. now our thing. That's okay. our tagline. Anyway, yes, eight days, nada, not really. Yeah, haven't played any games, haven't really had a lot of free time. Game Pass still isn't working, although there was an update on it today, so we'll see uh, when I have free time, if that'll work. I'd like to finish Bomber Crew at some point. Um, I hear it's like f- roughly 15 hours. That's pretty good, actually. I think I don't know if that counts, if that's everything, or if that's just the main campaign, or what. Mm-hmm. So. Um, other than that, just watching anime, doing the anime thing, uh, watching some Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's about it. Looking forward to that uh, that Eva anime when I when I get a chance. Like that's likely to happen. <laughs> I, I bought the third, like the the last movie of mm-hmm. the rebuild series. And it, I still haven't watched it. Came wow. in the mail like eons ago, and I haven't had a chance to actually watch it. <clears throat> Such is life. How par, about you? Par for the course. Yeah. Uh, I've overcome death. Uh, I don't know what that means, but okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were sick. Food yeah, poisoning. Yeah, well, that's what, you, what you meant what by you that. Mean, I, <laughs> no, you know what I mean. I mean, I finally am able to actually function as a human being and part of society again. Progress. Comrade. I didn't say I was a productive human. I'm just able to be more productive. Max, dude, I get it. I love you too. You can come up in the chair if you want to be close, but I can't hold you this whole time because you just want to get down and it's a whole thing. Um, And then I played, you know, I've been playing the show, the typical one. I tried playing Odyssey again, got like an hour in, maybe an hour and a half, and I was just like, I... Want to gouge my eyes out with a wooden spoon. Uh, so we'll see. I didn't uninstall it. 
So we'll see. Uh, been playing a lot of Overwatch, some Hots. Overwatch, that's a random. Uh, Overwatch and Heroes of Storm, just because they've been playing stuff with the guys, and that's what they've been playing. Mm. Um, Friends, yeah, gross. What are those like, right? Uh, so I've been doing that. Been uh, played a little bit of Smash. Todd got me Smash for the birthday. I immediately realized how bad I am at Smash. I've had to change controls. I think the Pro Controller is still garbage. Uh, I I just oof, I, I, I had some fierce thoughts the first night him and I were playing. We were just playing 1v1s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this fucking controller go, sucks. Why don't you go to the game the GameCube controller? Uh, because I, did, I no longer have. If it was in this house, I don't know where it is. And I think it went with the Wii when the Wii went somewhere. The original GameCube controller I had is gone. So I can't buy an adapter, so I'd have to go buy a GameCube controller for the Switch, which mm-hmm. I know they have. But yeah, I just have they're to like cheap, too. They're like 15 bucks, I think. Yeah, I think you get like the wired one for like 25 But either way, I still have to you know, buy another controller, and I just don't. I don't play Smash enough yet to have that as a justification. I feel like if you did, though, if you got the GameCube controller, that would just become your main controller. It probably would, but I, I still don't need to get there yet. Yeah, it's, it's still money I can't justify spending yet. Uh, you keep telling yourself that. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, as long as I can, keep telling myself that. Uh, I've been playing so that. Um, and you know what? Screw it. It's Nate, Nate's mobile corner because he needs to replace FM with something. Not really, but uh, Kenny's gone now, so I probably won't play FM for a few months. Um, so let's talk about some mobile games Nate's been playing. <laughs> Wizards Unite came out. Well, the well, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter Pokemon Go version uh, Harry Potter game. Are you uni- uniting all the wizards? Maybe at some point. Uh, I think the game is better than Pokemon Go was at Alpha. Like in it, not Alpha, I guess, but. Both Launch. their launches, I think it's technically better. It has more stuff in it to do currently. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't know if it's a product of me not giving a shit about Harry Potter. Other than like, okay, cool. I, I've read the books and, know, and the mo- and seen the movies. Like, whatever. But I just I, I don't jerk off J.K. Rowling every, sa- check it, Sansa, yeah, <laughs> every chance I get. Like some people I know. Oh my god, you gotta do you fucking take your Pottermore quiz. I just don't give a shit. Uh Ravenclaw, by the way. Is it? Yeah, I I had to look it up. Uh but it's I I can see a base there and it leaves me kinda like wanting to do things. Like I, I wanna play it. But I'm just like waiting for there to be a because like in in Pokemon, the whole idea, the whole concept of Pokemon from the start is to complete a Pokedex. Yes, it's to be the very best like no one ever was. I understand that. but Gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. Harry Potter doesn't have a go catch them all thing. <laughs> so what am I... Like if it was like, oh, we're gonna build up to defeat Dark Forces or you know something along those lines. Like, okay, I could understand that but there doesn't seem currently to be an end goal it's just like go retrieve a bunch of shit that we lost to some random magic somewhere woohoo and i'm like i fucking okay i guess sure 
So I'm currently putting a bunch of stamps in this book of things that I recover from the world. Interesting. So uh, I wonder if they're going to change objectives. Maybe. Throughout, maybe. I don't it, know. it is interesting because the spawn rate in Harry Potter is much higher than Pokemon Go. For now. <laughs> I'll say, yeah, I'll say for now. Um, to the point where, you know where the fountain is down in town? Yeah. Uh, so there's more, there's Pokestops and gyms in Pokemon Go. Yeah. In this, there are inns, greenhouses, I think something else, and towers. The two Pokestops that are right next to my house are inns. Mm-hmm. The library in town became a tower, and then there's a greenhouse. So I have one of each, except for I think there's a blue inn. And I don't know what that means, but I've seen it in some people's screenshots, but I have yet to come across one in real life. That's a different thing, though. Uh, so I have, like, one of everything that I can hit. Down by the fountain, so much shit spawns. I stopped there earlier just to catch some stuff as I was going to do some grocery shopping. So I just pulled over in the little pullover area, and I just kind of opened it. I was doing some stuff. Shit was spawning faster than I could keep clearing. So I was like, I don't know if this is correct. <laughs> There is so much shit here. There's never this many Pokemon here. Maybe it, gl- it had to have glitched. I so I don't. Seen. I don't know. It just there. There are certain things. The uh, the GPS locator in it, I think, varies either larger or is less accurate than Pokemon Go, because yeah, specifically for my office at work, there's a stop, uh, like a couple hallways over from me. That I cannot hit from my desk. I have to get up and walk to like the bathroom, and I can hit it from there. Mm-hmm. If I open up Harry Potter, I can hit it from my desk. Hmm. Same exact spot. So I don't know if either the location of the stop isn't exactly the same, or if the GPS is screwed up a little bit. But I'm not going to complain about it. I mean, I can just hit it, so I can do it. Tinfoil hat is that they have everything amped up for a launch, and they're going to slowly tone it down which might not be completely tinfoil but i also think it's a mix of multiple things pokemon go wasn't uh expecting as in was incorrectly not expecting as big of a surge as it got and then they expected a bigger surge with harry potter but it still hasn't yeah like i've maybe seen one person playing it so far that i can identify as person did that so interesting perspective is samantha so she's the harry potter nut and not a she's, gamer she's the one that made me take the Pottermore stuff yeah and she's not a gamer no she's not unless it's a lego game she hasn't downloaded or tried out the new harry potter game because she assumed that it's like all other mobile games where like it's forcing you to buy stuff like it has a meter or something that only allows you to play for x amount of time unless you spend money so yes and no, but okay. So like that's what she's like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested in. It. And I'm like, well, it's like Pokemon Go. It's like it's from the same people that make Pokemon Go. And she's like, oh, like, which Pokemon Go's meter is the amount of Pokeballs you have. Yeah. Which this is the amount of spell energy you have. Mm-hmm. Which is based on I'm assuming stops and whatnot. Or... Right. So you go to the ends and then you do a little spin of the end and you get a random chance to either gain two, somewhere between two to ten spell energy. And then you do that every. You can do that once every five minutes per in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can you can be gaining fast enough if you are 
in an area where you are, where a yeah. quick walk down to the the four corners would basically suffice for you, and then mm-hmm. you know walk back. Well, her new uh, her her sites her her job's new building is on Genesee Street, so I'm sure. She oh yeah, no, she's fine. No issues. But yeah, that's that, and then uh, I've been playing. So auto chess. Do you know what auto chess is? Um, auto, auto chess is weirdly taken over. Yeah, minimally, I would say. But it's 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 got a big enough following. Mm-hmm. It was initially a mod for Dota. Yeah. That then they broke off and I think made their own thing. Uh, then I don't know if Dota is making their uh, licensed version of it. Uh, League of Legends saw what Dota and those guys did and went, "Ooh, we like money," so they made their version. Uh, well, the guys that did the mod teamed up with somebody for making a mobile game of it. Mm-hmm. And so I've been playing the mobile game. It takes like 30 minutes a, a game. So if I'm just laying in bed or whatever, I'll, and it's mindless, so I just like go do some stuff. I'm so far undefeated. Now, I've only played three matches. Mm-hmm. None of those three matches have been close. And you're playing I'm against pretty, bots, I'm assuming? or No, I'm pretty sure I'm playing against people. I'm pretty sure people don't know what they're doing. I'm pretty sure the game's not balanced. Like as in matchmaking? And I don't I don't know necessarily matchmaking or like character pieces aren't balanced correctly. Or like I said, people just don't know what they're doing in terms of stacking things correctly to output the most damage, yada, yada. Um, but I was talking to Todd about it the other night and he finally downloaded it. He went undefeated until his second game in ranked. He played a bunch of games the same way that I did in the quick play stuff. Then he played one game ranked, won that, and then played his second game and I think came in second or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's like, okay, did they just not... Is this not uh, balanced correctly? Because I've never played auto chess up up until the mobile game. I've watched a couple of people play it like when it first started and whatever, and I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of like a whatever. But then I just don't understand how this is so unbalanced it, I, at least it could I, just be, I don't like to think that i'm just that good it could I, just I, be, I like to but i know i'm wrong i i'm wondering if there is genuine like there's matchmaking going on and you're just playing other new people who right who, don't have as equal grasp on game mechanics yeah but i mean do you just you have to skip the tutorial and just not read it like i don't understand i don't know uh <clears throat> it's the same thing of the joke of like when i played PUBG mobile hmm and I had 13 kills in my first game, the squad game. We won the game. I had 13. My buddy, or buddy, my teammate, complete rando, had nine. So, you know, 20, what, two kills between us? Yeah. yeah. And we won the game, and it wasn't even close. Like, the people we were playing against, I don't understand. I killed two people with a crowbar when they both had guns. And I'm like, okay, so am I playing against horrible bots, new people that don't know how, what they're doing? But I also uninstalled PUBG after that so I can walk out. I'm 1-0. I'm a 13 KDA. <laughs> I wonder if there's a lot of like latency connection issues as well with mobile. Uh, there very well could be. The game also seemed to run better than the PC, though, so I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, that's my... Uh, that's been my escapades. Mobile. I've been, I've been meaning to get back into some more Bomber Crew, but... I played one, I played one more mission... I think before I got sick, I played a mission, and I lost my plane and had to start back over. Yeah, it's um, it gets hectic. It does. It definitely gets interesting. Yeah, and it's like I still don't know. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to like micromanage 
because you can either you know like scroll in or spacebar mm-hmm. things and i'm like which one makes more sense for me i lost my mechanic because yeah he was out in the wing when i was trying to land apparently that's a no-no oh I don't know. I, I, I lost I, an entire engine. So. No, yeah, but he was trying to fix an engine fire, and I was like, you know, if he can climb on the wing and fix an, fix an engine fire, then landing should be then fine. landing should be fine. And I landed, and he's like, woo, you know, and then huh. that was it for him. Weird. Yeah, I almost ran out of fuel because I had my bay doors open for too long. Because mm. I forgot, to, I opened them to drop bombs or take a picture. I don't remember. And I might have, I might have, I think I opened them to drop bombs and I had to take a picture and I just never closed them before I took the picture. Mm-hmm. And then the, I started getting in dog fights and just never went back to close them. They're like, by the way, low fuel. And I was like, what the hell? And I glanced at the underside of my plane. I'm like, oh, bomb doors are open. Going to close those. I have a hard time. It's, it's moving the people around, like, and yeah. constantly having people in the right places. That's my issue. And then somebody starts getting shot, and you're like, all right, you got to go to the medic thing. And then the moment that person goes to the medic thing, you needed them to do their job. Yeah. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. I still don't know how to use the items in the plane. Like, if I grab a health pack, I don't understand. Do I go give that to somebody? Can they just use it themselves? I don't get what I have to do there. But whatever. Yeah. It's a... Figure it out eventually. Bomber Crew Podcast, episode two. Here we go. Yeah. I just need Game Pass to work, and then I can actually play games. That'd be nice. <laughs> Do you have administrative rights on your own PC? So baffling. Shall we get into it with games that you could play right now, Matt? If technical difficulties. If Bomber Crew. Yes. Sorry. Nope. That's not what I wanted. Games you could play right now while Game Pass doesn't work. There, there you go. You could go somewhere. You could go to endless scrolling on cell phones now. Dot <laughs> com. The new releases. Yay. Let's go nuts for the Switch. If you don't play as a squirrel, I'm not interested. The picture had a squirrel. Okay. Or a chipmunk or a woodland creature of. That consumes nuts. Or hides them, perhaps. I don't know if I necessarily like the phrasing of consumes nuts, but we'll continue. Get that nut. (laughs) Bloodstained Ritual of the Night for PlayStation 4, Xbox, and PC. Luna for the PlayStation. Mars Alive for the PlayStation. Vacation Simulator for the PlayStation. I need that one. My Friend Pedro Ah. for the PC and Switch. Slender the Arrival for the Switch. Star Wars VR for the PC. That's the uh, Vader Immortal one that was initially Oculus. Mm-hmm. Crash Team Racing has made its way to PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. Sims 4 Island Living is now out. So you can go be a uh, mermaid and do some other shit. Uh, what the hell were they called? The jet skis. Aqua. Aqua Riders? No. Ra- no. Uh, Aqua Zips? Aqua Zips. Yeah, that's right. Zips. Aqua fucking Zips, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'll take the first one here. Okay. We'll skip right into the news. And this isn't even really much of a news thing. This is just us actually catching up after last week when Nate was dying and didn't want to take his time to go over these. So these are the E3 prediction reviews. Uh, I've got Matt's open real quick. We'll go through his, and then we'll go through mine. So uh, EA, let's see here. Battlefield with an update with more factions. This is the only one he got right, so you get a point there. Yay, one point. Un point. 
Un. Uh, Star Wars Sim Expansion was wrong, and the Fallen Order gameplay will reveal a major character that fucks up canon. Which it does not, so. Uh, the Microsoft Conference. Fable reboot. Boo, zero. Next gen Xbox reveal with a focus on live services. I'd say a half point, but it is a next gen Xbox reveal. One point. Did I give myself a point in there? Yeah. Did I? Yeah, it says one. I'm, I didn't edit your document. Uh, a new studio purchase. Which is almost more than just like a fucking new publisher pur- purchase, but yeah, one. Uh, Halo opened the show. Nope. Fallout 76 goes free to play. Zero. Starfield trailer. Zero. They show a new engine. Zero. They show a new IP. Also zero. <laughs> Wait, the- didn't they show a new IP? Yeah, you get that. No, because we those were extra. The fours are extras. Like they're oh, not. Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say because yeah, you'd get one for Ghostwire Tycoon. Yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. Ubisoft conference, Just Dance one, Splinter Cell zero, Ubisoft Game Service one, Sony conference, haha, good jokes. Nintendo conference, new wave of amiibos. Nope. Metro, nah, Metroid Prime Four gameplay. Nope. Switch Sports Fitness, I also don't think happened. Uh, Square Enix Conference, a near near a new near automata, zero. A new Deus Ex, also zero. And a new Resident Evil remaster, also zero. So Matt's grand total was four? Four? Yeah. One, two, three. If you don't count the... You can't four, count yep. the... Yeah. Yeah, if I don't count the, the fourth one there. The extras. Yeah. Yep. All right. So Matt has four. Uh, this is the first. That's going to be a tough one to beat, Nate. I don't know if you can do it. I did not document my own, so we'll kind of have to keep a live tally. After 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 (laughs) I hit, if I hit five, we can just stop at that. I guess. Uh, main character from, or sorry, EA conference. Main character is a former Sith related to the main villain. We don't know that, so zero. They will now show the pack odds. Zero new map character for Apex. One. Microsoft. Forza will have the new Lotus on stage. No new Forza. <sighs> no new Forza and no Lotus. <laughs> CEO from another company, i.e. Nintendo, will be on stage. No. I was trying to think if there was anyone. Schaefer was on stage, but. Yeah, he's a studio head, right? Yeah. yeah. Not a CEO from one of the other two that I thought I was going to get. Halo ends the show. It did, didn't it? No. Really? I'm pretty sure it was in the middle. I thought it was in the middle. I, I, you, I, can, I, you can double check. Uh, and then my other one was... <laughs> this sucks. This is my number four. Because Cyberpunk release window fall 2020. Next gen. But I knew it was 2020. Just wrong time frame. Uh, so one, potentially two. Uh, Bethesda conference. Rage 2 DLC. Got that one. New mobile game. Got that one. Wolfenstein character interaction and Doom Guy high fives an action figure. Shit, I don't remember. Doom Guy definitely didn't high five an action figure. Uh, I don't think so. And Wolfenstein character interaction, there wasn't really any. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't really show a lot of Wolfenstein stuff. There was the gameplay like quick throughs, but I don't remember there being any character interaction. So. I'll take the two out of there. 
Ubisoft Conference Roller Derby has uh, four honor style mechanics. It does not. Watch Dogs 3 shows gameplay, and during hacks, and during it, hacks a double decker bus, and the bandana mask is Union Jacked. Nope. And then a new IP that was not Roller Derby. Did I get that one? What was it? A new IP from Ubisoft that was not Roller Derby. Yeah. Gods yeah. and Monsters or something, Oh, right? that's right. Gods and Monsters, yep. And technically, I guess, Mac's new show. <laughs> or, sorry, uh, Rob McElhenney's. Uh, Sony Conference. Sony will show up somewhere in somebody else's conference. Nope. <laughs> Nintendo. There will be at least five Bowser references. I should have watched it for this one. <laughs> there will be at least five Bowser references that are not just Doug's name. I probably got that one, but I don't know 100%. Oh, shit, we needed to watch this. Damn it. New Switch skews and then three minimum game, or three game minimum from other publishers, not normally Nintendo. Shit. I don't know anything about Nintendo's conference, but... If we can at least verify Halo, I can just go to five and we can be moving on. Uh, I'm going to say yes, because... I it's... thought it was in the middle. I didn't think it ended the conference. I mean, do you consider it playing at an hour and 32 minutes and the conference is an hour and 37 minutes long? Oh, well, yeah, I guess if that's yeah. the case. I thought it was way sooner than that. I don't think there's anything after it. That's the thing. So, like, it doesn't, like, it's probably just them being like, burr, 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 yeah. burr. enjoy the show. All right, so that'll be five. Uh, but we will take the Square Enix conference. Uh, the Avengers game is played similarly to GTA Five. We don't know that. What did I say? Shenmue shows up somehow. I don't think Shenmue showed up there. It showed up at the PC Gamer show. Mm-hmm. And Final Fantasy VII release date, I also get. So you got six, seven? Six. Six, and then not counting Nintendo because I didn't actually watch the you don't know. Although I did see some weird videos with... Bowser Bowser. I saw a lot with Bowser Bowser, and I know there were potentially three games pulled onto the Switch. Uh, I, I know there were no Switch SKUs, so I believe I'm at seven or six or whatever with the potential to go to two more. Well, there you go. There you go. There's your recap. Let's get to the actual news. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. 
With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Read by not me. Okay. Uh, British members of parliament questioned executives from Epic Games and EA during a commons inquiry into immersive and addictive technologies. Uh, we could spend a whole podcast on this alone. So uh, I pulled out some quotes uh, that I thought were interesting. Uh, the first one is from Damien Collins, who is a member of parliament. He said, quote, if I was a parent who was concerned about my child's use of Fortnite, I think listening to your testimony would not give me any encouragement at all that this is an issue that you cared about. End quote. <clears throat> um, Epic Games General Counsel Canon Pence claimed it was inaccurate to define Epic as a company which makes money from people playing its games. <clears throat> Damien Collins again responded with, quote, you're not a charity, end quote. <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. Um, from EA's Carrie Hopkins, who is the Vice President of Legal and Government Affairs, the fan favorite, uh, quote, <laughs> Everybody's rooting for her. <laughs> yeah. Quote, we don't call them loot boxes. We call them surprise mechanics, end quote. So to not go into an entire podcast where Nate just rips this whole fucking meeting apart. I agree, Max. Max knows that surprise mechanics are the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. So it's really refreshing, first off, to read through um, a political inquiry like for the House of Parliament, which is... You know, similar to Congress and and the U.S., obviously, similar to the House of Representatives. It's so refreshing to read conversations of elected representatives not letting people off the hook on shit and knowing what the fuck they're talking about in the grand scheme of things. Like, roughly, roughly. Like some of the stuff that they were saying the good back old, and forth. Good old wiser graphite on the roof. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um he was like the a bunch of the MPs, man, they were like not taking shit. And they're like, we know what the fuck you're t- we're talking about. Like, yeah. Get out of here. We call- the one I'll I'll just rip it off real quick and um I didn't want to write it down because it was a really long exchange, but um at one point, the same guy who's been, I quoted a couple times, was like, 
we know that you're tracking all the data from all the people using your game. There's no way you're telling the truth by saying you don't have the answers to these questions we're asking you. Was fundamentally what he said. Right. In a somewhat a little bit more political way. Yeah. And he's he I I was like I read that and I was like, "Oh my god, they can they can talk like that to people?" Like it it's the part where it's it's my line of questioning. Like that sounds really weird, mm-hmm. but I love to be super direct, especially if I know the answer I'm asking you. Like, "Hey, do you know this?" "No." How about you fucking try that answer again and next time don't lie to me. Yeah. I'm going to give you one more chance to save yourself while I ask this to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask it slower and more concise. Do you have loot boxes in your fucking video game? Oh, we call them surprise. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> put him in jail. I don't want to see him ever again. Gulag, comrade. <laughs> yeah. Do they still have that thing in Russia? Put him in it. Fuck him. It's, oh. Yeah. I, the amount. We call them surprise mechanics. You know what else I call a surprise mechanic? <laughs> I didn't want to go there. But. Uh, I can't. I can't. I can't do it. There's a lot of things I could call surprise mechanics. Oh, you know what we call surprise mechanics? The fries on the uh, meal you ordered. <laughs> uh, it was. Uh, it was Surprise, good. Surprise! You can't fucking leave the game unless you give me fifteen more dollars to buy the DLC for the exit button. <laughs> what? Also, this goes back to the entire EA's obviously just forever going to get shit on for everything they've ever done. Yeah, and they're going to continue to get shit on because of dumb fucking comments like this. And EA or um, Epic's not exactly helping themselves in that conversation. Oh, we don't we don't really profit off people. What the fuck are you talking about, you dumbass? <laughs> the, to uh, say that line is almost incriminating themselves in multiple levels because yeah. if you're going to tell me that and then use the argument that we make money off our microtransactions mm-hmm. and then you're going to have the problem about the so, lawsuits with the microtransactions all over again because you're fucking stupid. That was a funny bit that I that it seemed to appear like EA was looking stupid because their answers to questions were stupid. Yeah. Epic just made themselves look epically guilty because they refuse to answer questions yeah and it's like okay so you're not answering the question not because you don't know the answers because you don't want to tell us the answer right and the ea thing of like they've been getting shit on and shit on one of the other examples of them getting shit on this week and i don't know if we have it in here but it was what was discussed right after or kind of right after during the e3 week of uh revealing that breath of the wild sequel was in development was because the a lot of the devs on it were having so many ideas that Nintendo deemed them too many for DLC, so they would just make a game out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's the confused Jackie Chan of EA going <laughs> like, too many ideas for DLC? <laughs> what? Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, because EA sucks. They're not doing themselves any favors. No, so they sure. just keep making themselves worse and worse and this this was the big thing is like i like that they said surprise mechanics and the mps are just like you guys can go fuck <laughs> yourselves like that doesn't make any sense you think we're dumb your consumers are smarter than we are about what you just said they're gonna lambast you guys Good they luck. um they tried to use the comparison of like the blind bags toy blind bags toy blind bags are loot boxes yeah 
Well, they tried to use that comparison as saying like, you know, like it's exciting for people to open the blind bags and see what they get. And that's like why, you know, my favorite part is that none of like, for some reason, there were a lot of comparisons to the, I, I've got to move this conversation on, but there were a lot of comparisons to the smoking industry circa like the seventies mm-hmm. when they're just for some reason deciding that this is a hill to die on and refusing to in, acknowledge any of the science or anything that's behind it like no no no, we're fine don't worry about it like yes but these things are gonna kill people and give them nope nope never heard of it cancer what's that you get hiv by touching people like (laughs) that's that's the stance we seem to be taking where they just want us this is the the hill they want to start dying on is loot boxes when they could just take them out of the game or make a game that actually is not terrible with them, i.e. Overwatch, and just be okay. Yeah. But no, they have to be so unbelievably fucking greedy with all of it. Oh, Listen, if they want to pick that hill to die on, go for it. I hope they die on that hill. I'll keep. I'll dig the hill higher for them. I'll throw dirt on them. Classic. These... These fucks, man. Number three. Speaking of fucks, <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard's global esports director, Kim Fan, is leaving the company. Kim Fan began working for Blizzard as a producer for online technologies before working her way up the ladder to become the global esports director. This news follows closely behind the departure of the Overwatch League commissioner. An anonymous. Didn't uh, Kim supposed to take over that spot, right? I don't remember. Was to oversee it in the meantime, I think. I think think so, yeah. An anonymous source inside Blizzard said the following, quote, Right now, there's a feeling that a lot of the senior management just don't understand esports, but there is no room for negotiating with these people. They are convinced their vision, which is more in line with televised sports, is the right way to go, and it has just made people miserable, end quote. Sadness. Despair and sadness. Yeah. The only thing that uh, Blizzard has as a successful eSport in-house is Overwatch. Yeah. Which probably... So, it just... They canned... uh, Activision, like the Call of Duty stuff is run by MLG for the most part. Mm -hmm. StarCraft is run not by Blizzard. Yeah. Heroes of the Storm, they canned. Overwatch is the only thing they have. Not counting, I guess, like WoW Arena and WoW Mythic runs and stuff, but that's different. Unless they're going to try to do their own leagues with the ones that have leagues already. Maybe. Which would be stupid. But it's like if you're going to do something like that, you need to actually not do it like televised sports. Yeah. Which obviously is not their plan. Uh, All right. Uh, We have a small update from what seems like a long time ago. Uh, While going over some of EA's financial results from the last fiscal year, we had assumed, like everyone else, that Patrick Sutherland had kept his $20 million bonus when he left EA. I don't know if you remember that. That was the big bo- the oh, please stay with us bonus. I remember $20 million. Apparently, Bastard. that's not the case. The money was moved into Never a mind. pool that's used for things like new hires. Um, also, CEO Andrew Wilson and his direct executives declined performance bonuses. How very Japanese of them. I can't wait to watch them commit seppuku live on TV. <clears throat> that'd be lovely good old man in the high castle style yeah 
I don't know. I haven't seen that in the High Castle. It's on my list of things I should watch. Uh, one of the, I think it's one of the Japanese officers early in season one commits Sabaku. This is very random, but um, do you follow Jeremy Clarkson on? Do you have Instagram? No. Okay. So um, I have nothing of the Facebook machine. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson posted a photo. I don't know. I thought of him when we were talking about this. Uh, posted a photo of him with uh, James May and Richard Hammond uh, riding bikes. Riding bikes. Yeah, they're supposed to be filming the first of their uh, uh, yeah their series. Mm-hmm. It just I saw the photo and it was the three of them all kind of like lined up on their bikes and I was Vietnam all over again and they were like uh, they all looked very happy and I was like. This gives me a good feeling on the inside. I do always feel like, though, it's one of those with, with the three of them where it's like, I'm hanging out with my friends doing what I like. <laughs> yeah. I give a shit what I'm in. I could be in this rickety thing that I put together out of an airdrop crate. <laughs> Still hanging out. Still, that's probably one of their best vehicles, honestly. Oh, in terms of just sheer durability. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want one airdrop to my house. Number five. GameStop has announced their top 10 most pre-ordered games that were revealed at E3, and I guess they are still relevant enough for the data to matter, albeit barely. So uh, here's the link, and it turns out that three people pre-ordered one game, two people another, one people for the rest (laughs) of all of them, because nobody shops at fucking GameStop anymore. Uh, Um, Matt actually has the data, so here we go. Yeah, I'll rip it off real quick here. Um, This is the top 10 games uh, pre-ordered at GameStop. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, number one. Uh, two is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Three is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Four is Cyberpunk 2077. Five is Borderlands 3. Six, The Legends of Zelda Link's Awakening. Seven is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, eight is Gears 5. Nine, Super Mario Maker 2. Ten is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled. That's a weird one because I assume it was people that were like, all right, it's officially coming out next week so I can hurry up and get the pre-order in to get my pre-order bonus. That's my guess anyway with number 10. GameStop's concept for Matt. Uh, I guess you could put it in air quotes. Four and then quote that. Quote the word four? No, four. Quote, quote the reveal word revealed. the E3. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sorry, that's just poor GameStop's concept for revealed at E3 is very loose as we knew about most of these before going into E3. Thinknum, interesting name, a data gathering and analysts, analysis, wow, analysis company, monitored GameStop and Amazon's web traffic, I can't fucking speak, between June 10th and June 14th, so they have a more accurate idea of what people are excited about. They found that at GameStop, Cyberpunk 2077 was by far the most pre-ordered inside the E3 window, and Amazon was a different story. Final Fantasy VII Remake was the big title, because all those people think that game is actually coming out in the spring of next year. Said Nate Killian. Do you want to make a hot take on when, when you think it'll get pushed to? Or when I think the announcement will come out that it got pushed? Uh, either one, whatever you want to, you know, make a hot oh, I think take they push on. it to the fall. I think they, you think they push it to the fall? Their okay. current release date is end of fiscal for them. Mm. So if they're going to push it, it's going to go out of fiscal. Yeah. So yeah, they'll just say fuck it. Let's just throw it in the fall. Yeah, let's just throw it in the fall because then we have another window to push it till another fiscal, and then we mm-hmm. just fuck it all over again. 
And then the best part will be that it won't even be the first. Here's my other hot take, and it's also probably the true one: that if they release that game at the end, at the end of fiscal, you know, March or whatever, it will only be like episode one. It will not be the full game. The full yeah. game will not be out at that point. And so they'll be like, "All right, so yeah, we released it. Good luck on seeing fucking episode two in the next five years." I don't understand how I I never played Final Fantasy VII, so I don't know how you do that episodic like i feel I like it's isn't it an rpg know, like don't want to know semi-open world explain it okay i Fuck don't it. give i don't give a shit about final fantasy i don't either. i'm the wrong person to ask i don't give a shit about final fantasy and therefore i don't give a shit about kingdom hearts i don't give a shit about a lot of square titles because they're all very japanese and it's just not yeah. it's just not my thing it's not a thing i'm into like some mm. the some most japanese i'll done, consider is like dark souls ish but yeah, or then, like Sekiro, or which is also still it's a from mm-hmm. from soft game. Uh I mean, I've played some, you know, but it's just like I don't know. I tried playing Lost Sphere for a while, and even that I got a little bit through, and I was just like, ah, I just it doesn't. Nothing's really really kicking it for me. Yeah, I'm not getting that pull that I want. Hopefully, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, does yeah. me something fun. Definitely is a lot of hype around that one. Hopefully it tickles my insides. Um, but not in the bad way like I think the game actually will. Ooh. Like Cthulhu tickling my insides. Sunken City comes out next week. Be ready for it. <laughs> you getting that? No. I, I do want to watch somebody play it, though. Because it's, it's Lovecraftian. Yeah. I was thinking about... I kind of have a real, realization today. I was thinking while I was like aimlessly walking around doing work stuff. I was like, man, I... Wish I could play more video games, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know what? I should just, like, give up on trying to play video games and, like, maybe play, like, one game every once in a great, great, great while and just watch people play video games. I, It's an easy way to understand a lot. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of things I don't plan on playing, especially when it comes to indie stuff. And I will just watch mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of usually smaller streamers, obviously. Yeah jam out to some indie things i'm like all right cool i see what this game is about mm-hmm. like my friend pedro takes like two hours i've already watched it played okay i'm like it looks like a lot of fun all right yeah that being said what we could also do though is we could like split seas sunken city and record us playing it mm-hmm. and then just force ourselves to watch chernobyl record a podcast record a video game and then send you home yeah true I would be willing to do that on a weekend that I'm not working. Yeah, sure. that's the that's the big kick. Um, or on a day that's not Saturday. Am I right, folks? Number six in a move that surprises. This is political, by the way. In a move that surprises, we haven't been there yet. This podcast, <laughs> we'll get it. We'll just get everything in there. Um, in a move that surprises no one, U.S. Senator and presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders endorsed game industry unionization. It's a rough one. Uh, Via Twitter, he said, quote, The U.S. video game industry made $43 billion in revenue last year. The workers responsible for that profit deserve deserve to collectively bargain as part of a union, end quote. Thoughts that somebody in Bernie Sanders' party just said, like, hey, you should really talk about this. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Someone For For some reason, also, my Bernie Sanders is Doc Brown. I don't really know why, but... He needs 1.21 gigawatts. Some intern, a quarter of his age, was like, hey, you should really say this. Yeah, you should really say something about (laughs) these game developers really deserve to have lightning strike the courthouse. 
Now that I think about it, they're actually not that far off from each other. Doc Brown and Bernie Sanders. They're really not. Both is insane. So, number seven, Amazon Game Studios is a thing, but no one would blame you if you've forgotten because they've been extremely quiet. And I would blame you because Matt and I have talked about this before and you should have an encyclopedic knowledge of what we've talked about. That's you remember? That, you remember what we said in episode three? Yeah. I don't I, I don't. <laughs> Somebody can call me out on a lot of shit I've said. <laughs> I won't remember what I've said after this. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what we I talked get, about I get told episode. I said things during the week and I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, in the podcast, I'm like, <laughs> what you have no proof <laughs> i was like you're gonna need to send me a timestamp so i can listen to that again because i don't remember what i said yeah can you explain what you said at uh 1435 nope shut up nerd <laughs> yeah pick it up nerd uh, there's been a couple of reports this week that talk about the difficulties that they are having first kotaku reported that quote dozens end quote, of employees were being laid off from Amazon Game Studios as it canceled multiple unannounced projects. The employees were told that they had 60 days to find positions internally, then they'd be given severance packages. Finally, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Amazon developers are having a hard time with their in-house game engine, which is called Lumberyard. One of the specific issues mentioned is that Lumberyard wasn't designed with multiplayer in mind. The various problems are so bad that Amazon is allowing in-house studios to use other game engines. Oh shit. At, le- at least they're letting them use other game engines, unlike certain companies. EA, cough, cough, you fucking psychopath, cough, cough, unless your <laughs> name is Respawn, cough, cough. I, I'm still holding true to the fact that Respawn just did it without seeking. Even afterwards, like, Jedi Fallen Order is not in fucking either. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, do you, do you care about that, Amazon? I don't know. I feel like they're out of it. I always, I've always found it interesting that they were doing the Lumberyard thing to begin mm-hmm. with and whatever. Uh, I think it's, it's super naive of them to have built the engine without thinking about multiplayer. Yeah, that's kind of a bizarre choice. Um, they, they're just like so far behind everyone else, I feel like, at this point. The only thing they really have going for them is they're like crazy cloud services, which I'm really surprised they haven't done some sort of streaming thing like everyone else did. Or well, I mean, doing... they own Twitch, so. Yeah, true. True. There's your streaming something. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like a game streaming service, but they still they could... own Twitch. <laughs> yeah, they could. Yeah, so I guess that for them, uh, high tides raises all, yeah. all boats, all ships. Yeah, and Twitch Prime and yada yada. And Twitch Prime games every month, along with all the other deals like codes and stuff that you can put into games. Like I can put a code into Division currently mm-hmm. to get baseball gear, so I can wear a catcher's mask as my mask. Did I do it? You fucking bet your ass I did. <laughs> do I also have the gunner? You fucking bet your ass I do. Oh yeah, because you have the season pass. <laughs> have you been playing that at all? Did you try the gunner out? Did I boot it up? Yeah. Did I try the gunner out? No. Did I realize that all my talent points for my specializations were reset? Yes. Did that make me log off? Also, yes. Ooh, okay. Do I have to just reallocate them? Yeah, it's not going to take me that long. But did I yeah, want to do it right then? You, no, because they're they're specific to each thing. Yeah. Okay. But like my grenade one that I was done with, I had gotten everything unlocked for it. It just took all the points out. So I have to put them all back in. I think it added five points somewhere. That's weird. Like five potential points you can get somewhere. But I was just like... I don't want to deal with this. Yeah. I don't want to have to re-click this shit. Fuckers. Yeah. It's annoying enough when 
back in the day, back in the day, Matt, you'll understand this. This is a classic wild thing. When your talents would reset, when you had three trees and you had a shit ton of points and everything, your talents would reset, and you're like, I don't want to fucking re-click all these. Now, though, your talents reset. Ooh, whoop-de-doo. It's like six clicks. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> but back then, it's like, I got to click this 40 times? I want to die. Anyway, continue. I was looking something up because uh, um, I thought there was, speaking of, speaking of WoW, I think there was a WoW Classic was doing an open beta at some point. I think. Ooh, cool, because I have access to that, obviously. That's open beta. Like we all do. Fun. I'm just trying to pull up when it was. They're doing a stress test. I don't know. Whatever. Figure it out later, I guess. Number eight, take two chairman and CEO Strauss Zelnick expects. Oh, <laughs> Strauss, Air Strauss, sorry, Air Strauss, Air Strauss, get that money, Air Strauss. Okay, um, CEO Strauss. I ain't going around beating any more women, <laughs> Air Strauss. That wasn't terrible. I can't, and Arthur's so hard to do. I mean, Micah's, or not Micah, uh, fucking Dutch is hard to do too. But I'll, I'll, I'll thank you. Hmm. I've been doing a Buon Samdi lately because that's been, I saw a picture of him that some artist did on Reddit. And Who? Buon Samdi. He's the, uh, technically the Loa of death. Like the god of death in like a, I, th- I think he actually exists as a, as a lore thing somewhere of like a southern. Okay. Area, but right. he's the troll. Oh. They're the troll in WoW believe in Loa's like spirits and mm. stuff like that. He's the one of death, and he's just a jokester and trickster, like Loki, yeah. essentially. One someday. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm a psychopath. Roll you on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Strauss Zelnick expects shorter <laughs> gaps between video game releases. Uh, GameIndustry.biz spoke with him at E3, and this is what he had to say about release timing. Quote, I don't see it expanding further. In fact, I would expect it, in many instances, it may compress. I think you're right in that our ability to engage with customers on a, or consumers, I'm sorry, on an ongoing basis has resulted in some less pressure on getting to market with an all-new title. And we believe in resting titles as a great thing. I was a real outlier 12 years ago when we said we don't think it makes sense to annualize non-sports titles, and now most people would agree, end quote. Uh, He also commented on recent trends in production affecting the games themselves. Quote, it's possible that games may be a bit shorter than they were in certain instances. It's possible that the ability to deliver content on an ongoing basis for a long time after an initial release of a hit would make that perhaps that initial release wouldn't be as long in terms of number of hours of gameplay as previously had been demanded in a world where that was all you were getting, end quote. Oh, that's a quote. Wordy son of a bitch. He is. Damn, Air Strauss. (laughs) Hey, Air Strauss. Um, Yeah, uh, seems on point, I guess. Seems, seems he basically is just saying like, yeah, uh, it yeah. makes it, it all generic makes stuff. Uh, the only th- the w- thing I wish he was a, a real outlier about now is that we also don't need to annualize sports games. Yeah, I've, I've said that for the last couple of years. We don't fucking need to annualize sports games. Thanks for coming to my TED talk. Yeah, Speaking people. of Nate's dominance, number nine, 
Oh, yeah. Quick little update on uh, PUBG mobile replacement in China. Oh, wait, never mind. This is, has nothing to do with Nate's dominance. Well, uh, somewhat. A marketing research firm that specializes in Asia predicts that Tencent will make $1 billion off of Game for Peace, which, if anybody remembers Game for Peace, is the answer to no shooting in PUBG. Yeah, which apparently is all, it's also called Peacekeeper Elite. I don't know if there's like a translation thing going on there. But I like that one even more. Peacekeeper yeah. Elite. You're the elite forces that keep the peace. Yeah. That's Show some everyone serious with your propaganda. Love. Like, oh yeah. Well, I mean, all of China currently is a ton of propaganda. Fun fact about China: if we want to get political, they're in a fucking shit show right now. With also, Hong Kong, you're talking about? Yeah. 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 Well, that's complicated. Hong yeah. Kong's technically a separate. Uh, it's like Washington D.C. kind of, or the Vatican. Yeah, it's like it's separate. It's a separate entity, but equal. Yeah, but it's still like it has ties with China, and there's some treaty in place, and that's why there's all this stuff going on. It's so crazy. So let's put it this way. Uh, let's bring it back to video games. <laughs> there was in the, I think, a patch coming out this week or whatever in the patch notes, I think, uh, for WoW. Somebody pulled it from somewhere. I don't remember if they data mined it or whatever, that there were new profanity filters going in on the Chinese servers. Ah, uh, yeah. Blocking out anything to do with uh, the Hong Kong stuff. Yeah. That and there was were now considered uh, profanities. Yeah, and there was ones a couple weeks ago for Tiananmen Square Yep, as well. Um, That's censorship, people. Welcome yeah. to the fucking real world, jackass. Yeah. In like, their, their social credit ooh, system yeah. is what kills me, like that whole thing. Yeah, basically real life Instagram. Yeah. It's crazy. You want to be an influencer, man. Move to China. <laughs> <laughs> or where that is, where that is all you're worth is your influence. I'm an influencer. Oh, bitch, I got a place for you to go. <laughs> you let me know how much you influence them. Oh. Anyway. That has been the uh, Gamers 2 podcast for June, whatever fucking today is. I mean, I think it's technically the 22nd, right? But Yep, it's 22nd. You guys don't need to know that. You don't need to worry about it. That's for my own record keeping. And I'm not going to delete this part out of the podcast because I only delete when I have to use the bathroom 18,000 times in an episode. It happens. I was dying. I'm sure it was pretty miserable. But now I'm back. And I'm better than ever. <laughs> There's some irony in like the fact that like last weekend you had like crazy like food poisoning and then this weekend like you're <laughs> it's i don't know why i find this ironic but your your fridge is full of beer now so like, oh yeah it's like oh I'm, I'm alive i've lived let me drink all this beer let me kill myself <laughs> yeah it's not that you dr try to drink all of that and, no in not in especially not in one sitting and especially the like the variety ones no way. Death, that would be... You'd feel like death again. Yeah. I'd feel like Boston all over again when I didn't drink the same beer at all and I had 10 beers. Ugh, just thinking about that makes me like... Oh, it was bad. <laughs> I think the worst part, like I've said on this podcast, I'm pretty sure the worst part was that I got a bad Heineken as my last one. I'm pretty sure the Heineken was wrong. That's a, So, unpopular um, opinion here. I don't... I'm not a fan of flights. 
for that reason. I like flights because they're the smaller dose than what I did. Yeah, but it's always the mixing that does it. It's not. But I usually, I usually, I all right. So when I was in North Carolina visiting the the family yeah. for the holidays, I did double flights at a restaurant. So I did eight different beers. Mm-hmm. I was fine. I was all good. It was small doses. There were still some super weird ones. That strawberry milkshake, man. I still can't get it out of my head. It was a strawberry milkshake beer that tastes like a fucking strawberry milkshake. Weirdest. Like my mind didn't know what I was having put in me. It was super weird. It's awkward. Right? It's also weird phrasing. <laughs> but that did that didn't like upset me. Now if I had gotten those all fulls, I would have died. Yeah, but like But but mm-hmm. usually, depending on where I am, if I'm at a place like what I would have liked to do in Boston, but the place didn't do it, is if I got a flight to ch- you know like pick four that I'm unsure of and it's the same thing I've done with other bartenders before like sampling I'm, yeah where I've like I've I've gone to other bartenders before and been like I have no idea like I don't even know what some of these are and some bartenders are like oh do you want to like do you want to try some and I'm like yeah you're cute just uh literally serve me whatever you want like I don't give a shit <laughs> I have a horrible time saying no go for it <laughs> and then I end up you know dead on the bar but yeah uh we i've done it before where it's just like i use a flight as almost a sample to figure out what i would rather mm-hmm. what i want to stick with for that yeah. night it's the idea that like you know or if, you, like if i'm having dinner a mm-hmm. flight is fine but if i'm doing it just to drink that's a terrible idea yeah or the flights like excessively large flights i don't like either right there was a there's there's, there's definitely a happy medium flight like a shot flight too small mm-hmm. you don't get anything out of it yeah but I don't need to have a fucking eight ounce flight. They don't do it anymore. But one of the uh, little microbreweries in um, Cooperstown, well, near Omegang, did a, like a fourteen beer flight. And How big were the flights? It was a normal flight glass, so like you know, like I don't know, five ounces, not yeah, five little, ounces, little. but like four ounces. I think is what they are. Like the flutes. Yep. Um, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Or like. There's a winery in the Finger Lakes that uh, when you do a tasting, it's 17 wines. Yeah, don't take me to a winery. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if we ever want to do an alcohol trip, I will not go on a wine trip with you guys. You don't like wine? I will end up with a fucking headache. Oh, ni- the nitrites? So bad. Yeah, we'll be done with the first one, and I'll be like, I'm done. I'm just going to take a nap and bitch this entire time. It never used to be a problem, and then when I got like older and I started having heartburn... Mm. Then it became a problem, yeah. and now I can't really do like I'll beer trip, I'll you know beer fest with you guys all day. Yeah, and I still think we should go to Burlington and just hang out like in September or something. I would love to go to Burlington. It's go there for like a weekend, like even just a Saturday to a Sunday. Drive up early Saturday. It's only like a you know couple hour drive for us. Mm-hmm. Like you just drive here, leave your car. We take literally this road, shoot up over the, uh, yeah, the lake. And just go to Burlington, hang out Saturday, eat, drink, party in random bars with a bunch of random people, sleep, wake up Sunday, have brunch, drive home. We should go when college is out of session. Out of session? Then we have to go in July. Because then, like, we get townies and we wouldn't get the college kids. Yeah. Or we go in college and we go still to townie bars. 
where there's less college people, mm-hmm. but only the cool college people. Could do that. Or we could just and go, go... And don't go to the scene bars. We could just go to the scene bars, hang out with all the the college kids, and then, you know, maybe we'll find an, a lovely, beautiful college-age girl. Or what would, we do is what we know we would do is we would go to the scene bars and then just sit in the corner fucking hating everybody. That's, yeah, just talking just shit judging. about everyone. Yeah. Like, fuck people you. watching. You, fuck you. You look like a... <laughs> why is this still in the podcast? Goodbye. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.